Welcome to Don't Just Learn, Create, Business Building for Mavericks, the podcast for free spirits with a passion who want to get traction with their business without blindly following other people's proven success formulas. I'm Anke Herman, and I'm your host. Tune in for weekly thought provocations, practical tips, and answers to your questions to help you take the struggle out of following your heart. Let's make this a conversation. I look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy. Hello. Today I want to share how I actually started my sewing business back in 2004. Because if you know me at all, I tend to talk about the part where I have so much work to do and I get torn apart by you know client demands that I get myself into burnout and that whole story of turning this around to then becoming a coach but the part that I never really talk about is how I got started it always sounds like yeah so I went out to make um, flamenco dresses and slowly the orders kept coming in and then all of a sudden I built myself this hamster wheel that's usually the story I tell but I want to share today what actually happened before that. So when I first had the idea and it came out of a holiday in Granada where I thought, boy, I'd love to live here. How could I pull this off? And when I had the idea, I took almost two years to plan my exit. I studied Spanish. I took classes with a tailor in London. So my technical sewing skills would be up to scratch. And I basically organized my exit. And in, 2000, in February 2004, I made the cut. I went to resign from my job and um, packed up and moved to Granada. Now, one thing to mention there, when I resigned, my bosses, lovely bosses at a bank in London, offered me a remote contract to keep working for the bank for another nine months, which, you know, just as well, because when I first started, what happened was nothing. I I went to every single flamenco dance school that had ever existed in the Yellow Pages, and I knocked on their door, and I offered my services as a dressmaker, and the reaction was always the same. It was like, oh, no, no, we're fine. We, we No, no, we don't need any. Uh, others would say, oh, okay, yeah, leave your number here. You know, when it comes to the year-end performance, we we always look for a dressmaker who's really good but doesn't really charge anything because, you know, money is short. So basically, if you're prepared to work for free, then we, you know, we want you. And I went to the school that I had been a student at and thought, well, it's going to be easier there because I already know them. And so I walked in, offered my... Um, you know, to offer to make flamenco, like practice skirts. And the guy said, well, mm, forget about that. Like, no, you're never going to pull this off. Forget about the idea. You better go home and like, <laughs> don't mess with things you can't like, no. And um, so, yeah, basically it just kept going like that. And I put out flyers, you know, the ones where you can pull off the numbers. And um, I got exactly zero calls, literally nothing. And yeah, I was like, I don't know, maybe what I have in mind is is something that people don't want. It's just maybe, I don't know, maybe there is no demand for it at all because I really didn't know anymore what else to do. And it was before social media too. 
But um, so one day I talked to a Japanese friend of mine and she says, oh, actually, I've got this friend who's got a, a shop where they sell flamenco related stuff. You could, you know, and she introduced us and that woman ordered a couple of practice skirts, like four and or something, two or four, can't remember. But basically they were, you know, like white skirts with ruffles at the bottom. And she gave me the fabric and she paid me 19 euros a piece. The trouble was with my domestic machines and me starting out, they took me four hours to make. So there I was, you know, from the IT salary to making five hours, uh, five euros an hour skirts after one year. You know, I thought, well, this isn't exactly what I had in mind. But I was also too stubborn to to come back home, uh, come back to London with my you know tail between my legs to admit failure. So I wasn't quite ready for that. And about three months later, a friend of mine said, oh, I've got, I'm taking dance classes in this school. Come along and watch me dance. And I thought, well, you know, I might as well, you know, whatever. I might as well take my, my leaflet and, um, and see and talk to the owner. And the guy goes, oh, so you're sewing. Oh, can you? And he gave me a couple of alterations. And a couple of weeks later, he said, why could you, I don't know, I know it's a lot to ask and I know it's short notice, but you could you make 12 outfits for this group of dancers for the end of year performance in three weeks? And I'm like, yep, yep. And I walked out, I'm like, oh God, I don't know what I've got myself into because I literally had no, I'd never made 12 dresses. I had no idea whether I'd be able to pull this off, but I did know you know, this is one opportunity after over a year of hustling. And if I don't take it, who knows if there will ever be another one. So I worked my butt off and I worked through the last night and I finished the last dress like literally 20 minutes before the curtain went up. And I remember being in the theater and, you know, and helping them dress and, you know, they're finally ready to go out on stage. And uh, so I'm sitting in my seat in the audience, the the lights go out, the curtains go up, and I'm like <sighs> snoring all the way through. Like, I don't know where I was snoring, but I was sleeping. I didn't ever see the video. I didn't, have, it, I didn't even see them come out. I saw, I saw the performance on video on YouTube two years later. And after that, it was when people, the same dancers would ring again or would pass on my number and things would start to pick up momentum then. But really, if you are starting out with your business and you have that sensation that you're running your head against the wall, um, yeah, my biggest lessons were, boy, did this take much longer than I thought. Uh, it, I had, I felt a lot less support than I ever expected. And also what I initially set out wasn't exactly, wasn't like really what I was doing in the end. So it isn't a straight path path either. But the good news about that is looking back, it is, it's funny to remember how there was the sensation that there wasn't a market for, like nobody seemed to want what I had to offer. Whereas a few years later, the biggest challenge was to keep on top of all the orders. So, and it is at the at the beginning when nobody knows you, when you haven't got a portfolio or website or client testimonials, it's hard. You know, it's hard. You need to find that one entry into, you know, to get you those first initial clients or orders or whatever it is you're selling. So um, basically, 
But looking back, if you ask myself, like, if you ask me now, well, would you, boy, that sounds <laughs> pretty awesome, awful. Would you do it again? Boy, yes. It was like the biggest crash course in personal growth I've ever gone through. And yes, it was worth every second of it. And so it's just remember, if you are in the beginning and it feels hard, it feels like you're pushing this big boulder up a hill, It's everybody goes through that. And it's not an indication of whether your business has a chance of success and how well you're doing. The only thing that has is an indication of whether or not you have a chance of making it work is whether you allow the impatience and discouragement to stop you from taking the next step. That's the only thing that can get in the way. So I hope that helps and let me know your experience. I'd love to hear. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe. And I'd really appreciate it if you left a review or shared it with others. If you're curious to hear about other people who started their own business, normal people like you and me, who share their entrepreneurial story to help you write yours, go to passionbusinesspodcast.com and check that one out as well. Speak to you soon.